guess we're off, Patches. Yeah, we're off. How are you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Um, I just accidentally opened up Microsoft Edge. Um, are you kidding me? Oh, start it again. Roll it sorry, back. Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, fine. I, Keep I it going. Actually, I think it actually. Okay, good. We're good. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, it is um, Sunday, and uh, it is. Uh, yeah, which way is to way to day. cement this in time. Now I have to upload it today. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, who's, you're right. I don't. That? It's all good. You don't. It's all good. It's so um, nice working in a medium where people truly have the lowest standards uh, out yeah. of at, at any audience I've ever seen. I mean, you can really <laughs> do anything on here. I could. I, I do. I do feel some responsibility to please the. I don't know how many seventy patrons I have, but yeah, good lord. I I could really just, oh my god, my grandmother's calling me. Oh wow! No, it's okay. fine. Uh, uh. I as I was saying, uh, I'm gonna leave that in. That's how little I care right. about the quality of these episodes. Well, no, but the thing is, is that is the quality. That's the, <laughs> that's the great grift. Uh, People want the, as they say. the verisimilitude like or whatever. Yes, yes. Well, because it, it is, you know, it's a nice thing, I think. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I think I all think art should good. resemble uh, real life and be exactly as boring and tumultuous. Yeah, and, I think uh, so, too. Yeah. You, you should, like, uh, watching TV should be just, uh, like, looking through a window. It should be indistinguishable. It should be like... Yeah. Of just a pane of glass, basically, that you're looking through, yeah. and there's no change. To the First of all, it's cheaper. Yeah, so I don't, that's yeah, true. That's already cheaper. Thank and you. Then, yep, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> and then I think also there's a huge opportunity there to, um, I guess, like, okay, now I'm trying to think of this, this window vision kind of television situation. So... I think I think okay if each channel instead so it's not as cheap now but if you have each channel is just like a different um sort of a surveillance camera yeah <laughs> across that's the nice. world I would watch that I would you, I would p- pay $50 a month for that Yeah that, that is network. cool I used to have an app on my iPod Touch back in the day that was like wow. purported to be to link you to all these different CCTV cameras around the world um, oh, no that way. I'm not convinced wasn't like pre-recorded and stuff but it was pretty cool to a young that mind. is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So what? What? What CCTV cameras did it link you, you up? You know, to? I can't remember. I remember there was one of the reviews that said um, it, you could link you to a camera that watched the ocean and that they saw dolphins once, wild dolphins on it. Sure. Um, I think it was just a lot of like, yeah, grainy uh, Russian vistas. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But That's um, awesome. Yeah, I. Yeah, TV, like yeah, you shouldn't experience anything when you consume the things that uh, people no. make. It should be it should be like an uh, what's it called an isolation tank. There mm-hmm. should just be no difference. The the it's all yeah. the same temperature as your body. I'm mixing well, my it, metaphors here. I think. I think I, no, but I'm trying. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. And Thank you. I, uh, anytime. And I remember <laughs> when I was, I was last night. I was talking with a friend, and she's a she's an art student and. Um, <laughs> She's studying a, she's studying a few things, but a lot of it is in the intersection between ecology, um, and art, and all these things. And one of the this class we were talking about that she was she she did end up taking, but she thought was really interesting was called like porous bodies, um, and uh, it's about this idea that people um, are just kind of if you you, you kind of have to we're not moving through nature right this capital n nature that we've we've maybe helped maybe helpfully othered and fetishized at one point but has now become a sort of a uh it's become like a a a cudgel that 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 you know stops us from um actually addressing the fact that we're within nature and that we are a part of it that we are a these we are basically two colonies of bacteria to osmosis joneses out there Mm-hmm. Um, and we are just a, a giant kaiju that people live on, and also that like things just pass through us because we're just filled with holes, mm. like so many holes. Yeah, and so it's we're we're also just things that living things and elements of the world pass through. And I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about the way that um, any way that you can continue to teach people that we are just a bunch of. Um, that we we are we are that and not not anything else just because we can experience trauma that doesn't really make us that that interesting or 
worth saving um, right. compared to the rest of the world. But what do I know? Yeah, that is exactly what I think I'm accomplishing with this. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Is Thank you this for is the first step in this larger project. Right. That, and yeah. um, anyone who's listening and is ungrateful, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I... I don't know. I wish I wish evil on you. I wish pain and yeah. suffering. Because well, that's the second part of that class is yeah. to wish evil on anyone who disagrees exactly. with you. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you again. Third You're time already there. Third time, baby. Yeah. And um, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think uh if you can't handle what I'm what I'm putting out there, if you if it just bounces off you, you're not permeable enough. That's the thing. Exactly. It's like what Patches was saying, it has to pass through you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah thank you now there you go it's i like i like this us thanking each other for doing yes and. yeah yeah i think that's very sweet the gratitude it's, pod. well because i i i don't i've done did a lot of um improv and i which is how i ended up doing you know well actually i mean i did D- dungeons and dragons and then uh, later in my life i did improv but right th- i imagine that useful for each other yeah 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 exactly and it kind of came back around but but what my my like everyone who does improv has like is is first of all is embarrassing and um and then the second thing about them is that they have sort of a part of them that 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 they always need to work on with improv um for me it was that like i was so self-conscious that if i could find a joke any joke that would involve like breaking the scene a little bit i would jump on it um <laughs> which is awful yeah so fucking annoying yeah yeah so fucking annoying and like i knew it was and so i think that was good because then i was able to within reason i think <laughs> be a little bit more sensitive to the fact that i was doing that this is but nice. this is like this is like you're, you're going to an improv therapist or something <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's like a it's like a huge like it's like because you can do that in improv because, like, and, and, it, and it comes from a place of, like, usually it's, like, you're doing, when you do comedy for comedians, it's, like, you, you that's that's part of what I think breaking it is fun. But, like, sometimes you're doing comedy for, like, regular people and then you're just breaking yeah. the scene and it's because you're anxious and it's your your issues. But what's what I like about what you're saying here, what, what we're talking about, which is like being saying thank you for yes ending. I think if we did that more <laughs> in improv, I wouldn't have to had broke broken the scene because it's like, are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do you like what I'm doing? <laughs> it's like now I don't know, but now I do know. Yeah, that would be that would be a great flowing improv truth. <laughs> do you um? <laughs> very funny. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh? Are you a college guy? Oh yeah, I was a college guy. Who boy? Um, What'd you study? Big guy. I studied I studied English literature, which is uh basically I wanted to uh, read books and then not have to uh, do any actual work. Um, Seemed so it like it was good. a lot of work. Uh, it well, yeah, I made college a lot of work for me, which is that like I was very into being in a lot of different groups and clubs, and I was very into not like student government, not not bad um but i I just liked to do a lot of activities and i liked to work hard in in the classes i cared about which i think is how you should do college even the ones you don't care about you should just be allowed to pass Um, yeah but you but yeah so yeah yeah i'm still astounded at how much um stuff at, at college level i had to do that i didn't want to how much core uh elements of the syllabus how many core elements of the syllabus were just shit i didn't care about and oh yeah, I'm sure. I was well, paying money like, for this stuff, you know. Yeah, it's it, and it's it's yeah. Exa- that's kind of how I feel about it. Where it's like, because what? Because all right, if you're talking about like the financial investment, there's going to like I don't know Exeter or Andover, some fancy fancy um the uh, the parlance I think for the pa- fancy lad school, um, uh, and that's like a pre college school. Essentially, our high—it's like a high school because I know you guys have a slightly different secondary school system. But um, you can go to a private school for four years, and then, then even if you're not the most academically gifted, or um, whether that's because you don't give a shit and you shouldn't be in school, and we shouldn't force you to go to school because that's not how your brain works, or it's because you're you know just you just aren't very good at it. 
um, yeah. you could still go to a pretty good four-year college, and you're also at this private school that, unless they're giving you a lot of money, um, you know, your your daddy's got you covered. Um, but private, like, university, once you're there, the the, like, societal benefit of the name of the school and of your major like that's already done yeah so you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want yeah i think you're already paying so much fucking money so that when you leave that place you maybe can get a a job you like yeah it is kind of it is is kind of infuriating as someone that just did a bachelor's to watch Mm -hmm. all my friends stay in academia and like Mm -hmm. gain like at least 80 percent control over all the information they get to take in it's like well that's what i wanted from day one why is this happening yes Oh my god! That's my friend I'm talking about. She's studying yeah. fucking crazy crap like that because she's in grad school. But like, yeah, it's it's like I think that's what undergrad should be. Absolutely. I wish. Uh, and I I never even had the nice like stories about you hear about you know having a cool a relationship with a cool professor, having like a, an academic advisor who you're close with. Like I've never had a nice yes. relationship with with a particular member of academic staff. Right. Uh, I was lucky to get out with it with any interest, if I if I'm honest. But I I don't regret it. Mm. I'm pretty happy no. with where I'm at. No, yeah, I feel good about. I mean, I I feel yeah, I feel like I was I came out the other side of that pretty fortunate. I had a good college experience, and I think that's not true for a lot of people I know. Um, where it's just like that this this uh, sanctioned time for uh, we're gonna let four years, and you're gonna you're gonna society and everything is going to put a, a tremendous amount of pressure on you to explore yourself um i think is damaging for a lot of people because <laughs> they're like i i, I or, or like just like we're gonna tell you to like learn whatever you want but it has to be within this weird structure and i don't know i just i've seen people who like look just like college is just not but then it's like this thing where it's like you have to do it and but yeah. you don't you don't uh send your kids to trade school um, a lot of the they, uh, I am yeah. pretty astounded by like the American system, like the conventions, like the firstly, like uh, what is it? Greek life terrifies me as a concept. <laughs> yeah. So does uh, so does the uh, convention um, where people share a room for the for like at least the first year. Oh yeah, that is insane. And of course, it's like right. passed off by the staff as like ooh a way of you know meeting people, you hanging out with people you you might you know you don't have, not have everything in common with it, but you learn to like each other it's like i've been doing that for the past 18 years in various <laughs> that's like, forms that's like a very good you way of idiot it. And, and, and it's like <laughs> it's obviously a money-saving thing that's the main thing yeah oh yeah well that's that's you know it's so funny because like i don't even know of that as like a specifically american convention oh no it is but i don't know that yeah well we're first of all we're the greatest nation (laughs) so i don't have to know about anything but no i just i just didn't know that's um it's insane to me think about it from an outside perspective like if if that if you went to a place where that wasn't the case and someone told you about it you you'd go that's insane to expect a person to do that like no it makes no sense like uh yeah sharing a room with a stranger who that's <laughs> so yeah, crazy to me it's like yeah and it's like yeah and and it's and that we do romanticize it it's like and it's not even like a suite because a suite is like there's like a like a or a communal living aspect of it right that's what the floor is for right and you're learning how to live with other people yeah but you don't have to you know we're not in the dispossessed you can let people have a fucking room I know like, it's, it's pretty it is sense. pretty pretty crazy. Yeah. It's got to reshape yeah, your gross. mind somehow. Anyway, yeah, well, definitely. I'm glad I wasn't subject to that. Definitely. Um, did you have frats at yours? Oh yeah. So we had we had um yeah, we had fraternities um and sororities and um uh I so my my school was just not very um uh, it was a dork school, so it wasn't very Greek life. There were there was athletics, and there were um, and I had a bunch of friends who were like in frats, and they were you know cool and but like, um, but it wasn't Greek life didn't like dominate the social scene so much. Um, it was kind of like there was a Greek life social scene, and if you wanted to engage in that, you're probably gonna have a good time, or you're gonna you know I don't know, um, have a really um. 
unforgettable experience. Um, that's uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> so, is, uh, that is another thing. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's like you're paying uh, some it's boatload of money to go to college, and then you're like, you know what? I could throw in another 10k to live in a house with a bunch of people I don't know, just for sort it's of a network, somewhat more it's interesting a, parties. It's a professional network, right? Uh, that's a lot of it so and specifically at um like private universities in america um it's like okay if we're if you're in delta sig at this university and i'm in delta sig at this one um because we are going to talk about that at a um you know work event uh at another company that we're at i don't know you you don't know me but we know we are both in Delta Sig, and when you go to another place, you're gonna give me a leg up. My and God, it's, a, it's it is it is a networking tool, and is a is a method of consolidation of power, which is why it was like frat like frats being institutions that were for a long time mostly white and always only men. Um, yeah was very deliberate this is know, just yeah it's like gentiles annoying. gentiles got jealous of the new world order and they're like look yeah we had to do we had to do it yeah. in a way that was so much louder and more obvious yeah, yeah. um we need to do yeah. the new world order with sexual assault let's let's yeah. uh let's yeah. <laughs> run the numbers on that gary yeah right yeah, yeah. that's basically what it is that's uh, pretty neat yeah that's pretty um, good but, um yeah and then they all become masons you know yeah, that's what I think. That, I'm, I'm almost the done first frat. With, yeah, I'm almost done with uh, Gravity's Rainbow, so I'm a little paranoiac right now. Oh yeah, well I so Gravity's Rainbow is something that, and I know you because I know you've been you've been reading it because I remember seeing you you tweeting about it. Maybe we talked about it. Um, but I I got through like the first fifty or so pages of it, and I was like, this is amazing. Right. And then I, I had something else going on, and then, like, I put it down, and then I tried to pick it up again, and I was like, I did not keep this in my... Like, the headspace I need oh, to yeah, yeah. remain Definitely. in to, like, stay within this 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 language and this this world he's doing, like, I I, I can't do it. Like, and I just, like... But it, it is, like, some, some of the most fucking batshit, wonderful prose, like, just Oh, period. yeah, it's so good. Fucking and awesome. Every, it's, it's very sort of dense and messy, and then every now and then he'll sort of meander into just classically, beautifully written passages. Yeah. Which is yeah, so nice. It's such a great feeling. It's just, like, just, for, just his way of going, like, I can do this, by the way. Yeah. I'm choosing oh, not yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah it's um, a big fuck you. Yeah, yeah I, I think what you described there is sort of an experience I had with Infinite Jest when I was, like, 17. I got about yes, 200 dude. pages in and left it on a bus. Yeah. Um, and then uh and then i was like well i can't like i, I don't driver rolling her eyes uh, <laughs> yeah. of course this white man left infinite just <laughs> and then, he's like a 70 year old black guy <laughs> <laughs> i know this white boy didn't just leave yeah. some dfw on this bus yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah uh and now I'm 23 years old and i i don't really feel like i can pick it back up i think i'm i think it's over for me and, uh, I think yeah, Infinite Jest was was a book that I like just at nineteen tore through, and didn't absorb any of it <laughs> because I was just like, yeah. I have to read this or no one will fuck me. Um, <laughs> and I read it, and I mean, I thought it was amazing, and I I think I got a lot of what it was doing. Then um, I definitely treated the footnotes with at like like as like and the, the 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 end notes as like i'll get through as much of this as i can per sitting but i can't get through all of it and i think some of that is 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 meant to overwhelm but yeah um but yeah it also is a book where like i have been very cautious about like i kind of want to read this again but it is such an undertaking and i know i'm going to try to treat it more. now that i'm like wiped up like i'm i know i'm going to treat it more seriously and i don't know <laughs> if i'm going to be able to to do that and do everything else i gotta do yeah there's there's something to be said about um that how pretension does carry you through genuine oh my god uh like intellectual uh development when you're a kid you're like well you know like i'll seem smart and cool if i read this big book and then you read the big book no matter like you you retain maybe not all of it but it's how like uh i remember when i was a kid when I was in late high school, it was the most I'd ever read up till about this year, I think. Um, okay. Like, yes. Uh, I, it recently came back to me, but um, I start. I read 
fucking tons. My friends used to make fun of me for it. And then I, because <laughs> like, I think I was one of the only people that, you know, in my friend group who did. Um, <laughs> and then like, uh, um, what was I going to say? I decided that I was being pretentious with it, which I was. I wanted people to think I was smart. And I was like, well, okay, yeah. it would be more authentic for me to stop then. And so I stopped reading. And then I didn't, <laughs> I didn't read for four years, basically. It's ridiculous. I was reading like great works of literature and I stopped doing it because I was no, like... No, it's it. that's totally normal. That's all, a whole part of the whole thing, though, Like, is is like having to figure out what it is about yourself that you like. Um, yeah. What is worth keeping? Um, what is a you know, and and you know you you have to acknowledge that any any action specifically within like you know we're both like you know terminally on the internet or whatever and like <laughs> you you are hyper aware of the way that you consume things, the way others consume things, and what it means to consume things in this like micro sort of environment where we can feel proud of the way that we we consume things and so once you have all that context it's just like you're left with like i guess at the end of the day i just have to do whatever is making me happy sure and and sometimes it's like and then then once you once you learn how to accept that then you can go back to just reading a book and just being like yeah it's a great book no yeah i'm definitely at that point now it's nice it's nice to look at it's nice to look at a shelf and just feel sort of overwhelmed with joy at the fact that you can buy something for like one dollar eighty at a store that can genuinely change your outlook on life and uh, yeah. that you can carry with you for the rest of as long as you're alive basically um, yeah but it's like this person who organized their their thoughts and their feelings and a team of editors who helped make it more coherent and then uh, a team of people who helped put this thing together so that all these things together can make sure that there's a, a work out there that when you read it, it, it can, yeah, it can alter yeah. the way you think. Yeah. And That's it costs, it costs nice. less than like than long stem broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, definitely that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you could just read a book instead of taking pills. Yeah. Um, that's nice. Yep. And I feel that way. Um, yeah, no, I feel, I feel, I feel pretty similar. When you were in school, um, did you, were you in, um, First of all, what was your major? Um, at college? You st- yeah. Oh, I did uh, maths and physics. Right. Okay, that's the thing. So I know that because I remember because um, I know I know Aaron and. Uh, um, Have you I met know- Aaron? No, that's oh, the thing okay. that's fucked. I've known him for so long because because I knew Cam um, when Cam was in high school. And so, oh, I, knew I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about so Cameron from podcast about Liz. Yes, in case yes, anyone's wondering, about Liz Cameron. and yes, Aaron yeah. from and Aaron from Quincy, Massachusetts, who went to, yeah, <laughs> who went yeah, to high school yeah. with Cameron, and who was my yeah. good friend from college. Exactly, it's how how all of us know each other. Basically, is is that way, and and um, yeah, I so so uh, I don't think I don't think anybody I don't think this has ever been recorded. Um, so you're, uh, but the way I know the podcast about list guys is cause, um, cam when I, when we were on the, um, when I was, when I was, when I got a, out of college, um, I took like a job that, um, you know, I didn't care about it. And I was pretty, uh, generally like, you know, it's like you get out of college and you, you have all these like ideas of what you want to do. And the way there is like very, very fraught and complex and, um, you kind of knew it would be, and you told yourself you knew it would be, but you're still left with this, like, the the truth, which is that you're not where you want to be, and sure. the path forward is actually a oh, lot more boy. complicated Don't than I you know ever it. thought. Don't yeah. I know it. I graduated oh, last yeah. year. You're speaking right to me. Yeah. Okay, just, good. Glad. Yeah, I'm yeah. so happy that you know. Um, yeah. So, I'll tell you what, uh, it gets better. Um and it sounds like it sounds like it's getting better for you, and you're starting to see what it's the, the sort of a bit more what that structure looks like. Yes, um, I, I graduated into COVID, so it felt a little like yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I had to assume a brace position at home for about a year before I could even leave. Yeah, that's that's a oh god, I actually don't even know what that would. <laughs> it was it was head. a little much, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's I'm just it's because it's it's yeah it's it, yeah well sorry uh, but uh, so I was in that but it wasn't there wasn't um. 
a like there was the Spanish flu wasn't around when I graduated, right. so I was okay. Great, um, I glad was just, to hear. Had the gen- yeah, it was wonderful. I just had the general feelings of dread and 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 confusion and 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 um, you know, uh, all the other ones. So, right. I naturally I was I was on weird Facebook because of that, um, which used to be more of a thing. Sure. Um, uh, and the other person who was on that a lot. Uh, the only other person, uh, one of the other people who was on it a lot was Cameron, who at this point was like in high school, right? And I was an adult, <laughs> and <laughs> so, okay. uh, uh, but I, you know, whatever. Like we didn't like yeah, talk keep all it the moving. Time. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yep. And uh, but I, I, I saw this kid, who uh-huh. was like a kid to me at the time. Yeah. Who, all right. And, uh, <laughs> no, it, he was just, he was like, him and Aaron were writing these insane plays. Right, they yes, were like yeah, I know 16. About those. Yeah, yeah. And he would, like, post a video of it on, like, the group. He'd be like, because we had, like, a, a more, like, a smaller group that we were in. And he was like, hey, like, me and my friend made this. Like, what do you think? Like, like, and I was like, this is so, like, when I was in high school, I was trying what to do whatever I could to get people to like me. And, uh... I was watching somebody who was making an insane, like, bloody artistic play, and I was like, nobody likes this kid. He's great. Um, uh, <laughs> like, and, and his friend was Aaron, and so yeah. I got to know both of them tangentially through Facebook and through watching them do comedy stuff and, like, giving them advice on that because um, uh, it was like they were like kind of like, oh, you're older and you've done more of this, and I was like, oh, I think you guys are yada yada, and, and so... Aaron has always been to me like I've been like this is a guy who like I saw him when he was a kid before he had a giant beard and <laughs> uh, thought he was like brilliant but I also knew he was also the math and physics guy and yeah. um, and so that's I guess how part of how you guys knew each other and just also being generally interesting people yeah um, Aaron's a great guy I saw him uh, I saw him do comedy that's how I first found him and then I saw yeah. him in a lecture and I just approached him which is very unlike me but really basically that spiraled out into a whole <laughs> lot of things it's the reason i know cameron and probably the reason i joined twitter and stuff so you know it yeah. all it all are works y- out it's good i think so and it's and and, and, and are, so are you in person uh or like when you go to new places are you the guy kind of you're not the kind of person who will go up to somebody they don't know usually usually yeah, not although i mean i wish i was uh, there's no part of mm-hmm. me that is like proud of being vaguely uh reclusive no 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 i'm not yeah it's it's no it's it's something that i've i i'm um pretty like gregarious in real life and um yeah i know is Um, this the italian in you i i you know uh hearing that in an english accent (laughs) like my fight or flight just (laughs) 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 oh is that so you're skull, um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm clenching uh, my fist no, right now. <laughs> yeah, like Arthur. Um, yeah, I, I maybe I, I've always it. You know what it is? It, it's the Italian me, and that like as a kid, ever since I was literally like two years old, I was like trying to put on like stand up performances, Whoa. Um, which is so bad. Um, <laughs> but my family, the Italians and us, were always just like. You're amazing. This is wonderful. Oh, you know? that's nice. And like, and like, we love this. And like, so I was like, a constantly getting like, you know, approval. I, I, the world was very useful for me because it told me what was embarrassing and, and lame when my family wouldn't. And um, <laughs> so I had. That's kind of how I learned. Because uh, otherwise, I would think everything I do is really, really neat and cool. It's and so useful it, to have that, though, as a kid. Just uh, oh my god, it was so yeah, nice. Like yeah, um, the to be truly shameless in a period of <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, just like creative gestation is so yeah, so useful. I miss adolescence. I miss thinking I was the shit. Uh, yes. with, with with whatever I was learning to do. Um, yeah. That's why people can't pick up things or find it hard to pick things up when they're like 25. It's because you instantly know you're terrible. Yeah. It sucks just, to push well, through just, that. Yeah. You're just aware that like that you have like that there's a, a noticeable gap between like, well, it's it's basically like when you become when you get out of being like a teenager and you 
you know, obviously there's two veins of teenagers, and I think it sounds like we were a similar one where if I like picked up a guitar, I was like, oh, I'll very easily be Jimi Hendrix, mm, like yeah. you know, and like yeah, that kind of much. thinking. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it, either it's because of the your family, or it's because like you know you're capable enough in other areas that people value that it you know it metastasizes yeah. and grows and massages and ego and all those things, but. When you get out of that, what what happens is that you start to go, oh, um, well, when I actually start doing something, it's like being a baby looking at yourself in the mirror for the first time, like, yeah. and you and you recognize that, like, oh, when I move my arm this way, I think I'm like doing a really cool thing with my arm, but I actually <laughs> look like a fucking baby. Yeah, it's always and that's. Yeah. I'm still deeply uncomfortable with any moving image of me like if i if i have to watch a video yeah. of myself move i i i fucking develop a, a <laughs> yeah right I forgot that you still have that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you're still a baby that way well i always i told you i think before we even were like talking more as like as like friends uh that that i i remember really loving your music and um uh and telling you that and then you were kind of in a period which, you know, I don't know what your relationship to your music is now. And I don't, you know, I'm but, almost definitely in the same period now, but yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And I get that. And that's, I get that too. Cause my, my fiance, uh, she is, um, uh, a really talented singer and songwriter, but she, she, what she did with music is she was like, she, she, <laughs> her and her friend, actually, they wrote a song that like, weirdly got like picked up by an australian dj and then like they started getting royalties for it because wow. then he remixed it it was very weird and that was like the most success she got and then she was just like i hate this like <laughs> this is not what i want from music i i music is something that is like i will only pick up a guitar and sing if i move to do it um, right for a specific reason um and that's what she decided her relationship was with it was and that's you know, that was hard, but not that hard for her. Um, but she, it might be harder for you to figure out where it sits because of whatever, you know, whatever reasons that that's hard for people. Yeah, I don't know. I, I The music thing, yeah. I think I just got frustrated with what I was able to do and, and stopped doing yeah. it. I'll, I'll pick it back up, if, whether it's in... Whether it's today or in a, in ten years, I'm pretty confident in that, at least. That's great. It'll be all right. Um, but I think a big part of... Growing up is, you sort of have to uh, sort of, you sort of like really start to not value um, traditional modes of success. Like, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. selling out in a, I never cared about selling out an arena, but even the idea of being a popular musician is not that attractive to me anymore. I'd rather just, I'd rather just read a lot. (laughs) I I think it's also, I've always... I think what changed for me too is that like as I you know there was a the the well your understanding of what you could do if you're a creative person and uh what success could be within that and what um uh, yeah I guess really that's 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 it. It, it, it what changes as you get older and and as you understand like you're kind of what you're hinting at here which is that the rhythms of life and what you actually need from life. And um, what you start to realize is that to get to that level of success, you have to, a lot of the time, really, really need that for your ego. Um, Yeah, definitely. It's like how every stand-up needs to... um, Every every professional stand-up says they have a crippling need to be liked. Yes, uh, you need to you need to really want peop- a whole room of people to be listening to you. Yeah, exactly, and like every night, and it's like, and the more people, the better. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, it's like, and like for me, like I'll I'll admit, like I love that people like the stuff I put out. That is super meaningful for me, and I definitely have oh, a yeah, part of me that. totally me too yeah. totally. twitter it's oh, embarrassing yeah. to say what how much good twitter has done for my um for oh my a, God, a section dude. of my self-esteem because it's like oh and as it should you're yeah. you're very like you are you have tapped into something that is very impressive like like i know you you i feel like i feel like we've joked about this or but like i have watched because i have watched you <laughs> do the curly brackets thing <laughs> i'm so sorry to everyone listening but 
<laughs> but Leo started putting curly brackets in this weird, weird Twitter area that we're all in. And other people started doing it because it was very funny. And uh, uh, this, you can cut this out. You can do what you need to do with this. <laughs> because I think, but I think it's yes. genuinely like you found a way to express yourself there. That is that is very funny. Yeah, it was funny because that wasn't arbitrary. Like that was a, was, I don't know what you'd say, a conceited choice. I was just like, well, I'll do something that's slightly typographically different here. Yeah, right. And then other people started doing it. I, but yeah, Twitter, because like, I don't know, I was never really a comedy performer, but I always sure. liked comedy and wanted to be one against all yes, sort of, yes, I know what you mean. Um, my better judgment, I suppose. And I, and <laughs> just getting like actual validation for jokes I wrote was, was all I ever fucking needed um, think, to like yeah, sate that, so nice. that aspect of me. It was really nice to get that. And um, mm. yeah, I, what were we talking about just before that? There was yeah, something. anything this to get away from Twitter, of course. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm trying to... I had something else I wanted to say, but I forgot it. No, 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 yeah. I think we were talking about... You were saying um, about getting your ego sated, and we were talking about how one of the ways to do that for you was when you started doing Twitter. Right. Um, and how... Um, yeah, that's I've, how I've basically uh, forgotten what I was going to say. But yeah. I apologize, Larry. No, yeah. no, it's all right. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking about music and, yeah, getting famous off... Yeah, hmm. uh, the ways. Oh yeah, no, no. I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, the thing I will say is I would love to get to a point where I'm just. To me, the ideal is just getting to a point where you're make you're making things every day, whether or not um you're. Yeah, given a financial sort of bed for that and able to to actually survive off it, which is cool. And I think the internet yields a lot of cool ways to make a dumb minimum wage um, off of like making stuff that you find fulfilling. But like the, as far as I'm concerned, like the joy of creation, uh, like the the sort of alchemical practice of of, uh, combining things into something that is greater than the sum of its parts, into something that works is basically the purest joy there is i don't think there's anything like it it's yeah. just amazing I, it's it's a uh, it's basically uh i think it's the best form of communication that we have um which sounds is going to sound it, and it gets more pretentious from there because <laughs> i i really think that um uh what creating things and putting art out there does is it uh allows you to and whatever that is, whatever art is, whatever uh, a thing that is out there that has an explicit, um, that there is a, a tacit acknowledgement by the creator and by people at large, by groups at large, that this is an artistic product. It allows you to communicate as many ideas as possible um, and have it be very open to interpretation, have a through line that is usually discernible enough that you can that people can agree on that. And but then there's it's all very open, and so you just are left with this thing that can reach many many people, mean many different things to those people, and have have enough of 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 a of just enough of a core that there is a uh, something that we can we can we can you can latch on to, and I think that's a really special way to be like I can't I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to write and say all the things I need to say to you. Um, and say to people and want to say about things. So I'll I'll make a um, I'm gonna do a, a a joke about um. You know what if a uh, <laughs> what if a guy uh, you know was uh, weird to a girl yeah and um and he did it in a way that was sort of like particularly antisocial yeah and marred in sort of um the the general sort of a debauchery that comes with being a. Uh, a young man in mm-hmm. uh, living in modernity. Yep. And so it's something about, you know, maybe he says like um I like your bobs, right? And um <laughs> and she says this is a Wendy's and it's saying something. <laughs> Add a couple of curly brackets, you got to you got to Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, now we're yeah. now we're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I always liked um but like uh what you the way you described the uh, art there is like what I always mm-hmm. really liked about particularly abstract stuff or like surreal mm-hmm. or whatever like sort of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. David Lynch's stuff or it's because there's feels like there's no dissonance between what the um what the the person behind it is trying to communicate and what you get out of it it's sort of tautologically uh, 
tr- like defined in that like what mm-hmm. what the director wants you to get out of it is what you get out of it with the more abstract stuff there's no sort yes. of it feels like there isn't much intention it's just sort of if it reaches into your head and and starts making parts of your brain resonate at their natural frequencies that's what it was supposed to do and nothing yes. else basically yeah and i know i think that's i think that's a really good way of putting it too where it's like um t- the idea of tautology there where it's it, see what you're seeing is what you're getting and yeah. and i'm i am communicating to you exactly what my intention is there's nothing in the way of this except for the things that are in the way of any form of communication sure um uh, i i i wanted to say something i i i get very frustrated with um uh i love surrealist art when it when it frustrates me is when it is um when i can't when it is not even when it's slippery because when it's slippery that can that has its own merits at times but i think when it's when i and this is all you know me what i'm bringing to the table but when i think the slipperiness is undisciplined and just anxious sure. yeah um because then i'm left with something that's being communicated which is i think this thing is afraid to know what it is yeah there's nothing um, more frustrating than consuming yeah. than watching or reading or looking at something um and you get the distinct impression that someone's hiding behind sort of abstraction and obfuscation it's it's very yes i really hate that um because it really yeah. it's so pretentious it's so pretentious to do that it's such yeah. like a, a i think it's it's be, it's very fearful it's not very brave yeah. um and i think uh, you know i don't know as somebody who who makes things that are you know mired in um um you know irony um and often the other m word marred by it um <laughs> i am also a big believer in do what do whatever you you can to ensure that what you're communicating with that is um going to say something to just i tried to put it in words the other day cuz i was trying to think about what i what i think about this stuff because i'm uh, generally embarrassing and i was thinking like if you, um, I don't think there's, I think there's a difference between like trying to make something to express yourself and that's, you should do that. And then the goal then there should be, I feel, at least for me, and this isn't maybe for every one who makes things, but the, the sub goal I think should be, it has to be communicate, communicate something to at least one per other person than you. Like, yeah. It can be as weird and and nondescript and and bizarre and 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 you know in, indefinable, but you have to have the intention. I have to see in the work the intention to some extent to say something to somebody else, even if it's one other person, even if it's your fucking brother, you know, yeah. like just say something to someone other than yourself, um, because then I look at the work and I go. Okay, this is a diary entry. Yeah, um, there's there's I, a prevailing. I don't, I don't know. What, that's great. I think a prevailing I'm, like yeah. mistaken notion you see in a lot of like amateur art circles. If you go to like a a just express yourself open mic, um, you get a lot of like this. I people going in with the idea that like if they're doing something that feels like true to them and that they're expressing something then nothing else matters you don't need any to hone any kind of skill you don't need any kind of artistic drive you just need to sort of go in there and (laughs) play an instrument you can't play and (laughs) improv improv lyrics and stuff that's art therapy yeah yeah Um, Yeah, which has which has merits but it's it's not the the goal of of art is to i guess that's me though that's my opinion is like you you need to try to say something to somebody if it has to be, if it's like wax and the discovery of television among the bees, and that's how you're trying to say something to somebody, that is communicating something. I don't, so I don't, I don't. That's great. Like even if it's fucking weird and pushes a lot of people away, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I'd be a lot harsher than you. I'd say it's it really so. re, it, like that kind of thing repulses me. I think it's so <laughs> unbelievably self-absorbed to be like, yeah, everyone's going to be on board as long as I'm sort of uh, satisfying myself here because they're going to just yes. they're just going to tap into the to the authenticity happening before them. It's like no, you no. have to put <laughs> a minor degree of work into like pleasing other people with this. It's not yes. Yeah, you know, and also no. I think you, I like that you're harsher than me on that because I don't just <laughs> well because I don't disagree and I am I am a naturally appeasing and accommodating yeah. person. 
um go but and so I, I appreciate this perspective because it is leaning more towards probably how i operate actually day to day yeah i like um, i like i like uh being more spiteful than the person i'm talking to and just giving them a little <laughs> leeway in that in yeah sense. yeah just like, oh yeah yeah um do you how do you do you feel like you've you you're growing less spiteful with every day <laughs> that's a really good question yeah. um we're in the customer in the questions portion yeah um that's right baby Brought it back. Yeah, you did. Oh, what a wonderful question. Um, yes, I think is the answer to that. That's good. Um, yeah, the the yeah the 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 hesitance is only. Um, I am tr- uh, overall yes, and then I am trying to figure out though where that spite in I felt. Um, as a younger man, I'm not old, but um, as a younger man is going. To and, me, it just means you're getting yeah. more contented and sort of fulfilled. I yeah. think it goes naturally with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in that in that case, like, yeah, that is what's happening. Um, Very good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. What about yourself? You feel similarly? Uh, yeah, I am more contented, that's for sure, and I feel a whole yeah. lot less spiteful. It's just if you if you phrase these things, because I think um, I don't know. It seems like you have a moral obligation to um, please to to fulfill yourself and to become a better to become a happier person. If only because mm-hmm. it makes the lives of everyone around you so much easier. You become yes. like a less spiteful. Um, domineering piece of shit i don't know yeah no yeah it's it is in it is in service of others that you it's uh yeah it's putting the oxygen mask on yourself first for no other reason than how are you going to put it on somebody else there was a concrete like one linear correlation between how unhappy i was and how like not fun i was to be around it's like it really (laughs) is that simple like uh, yeah i that is very true yeah Um, about you (laughs) um in particular no, uh, I I experienced that. Like, there was a good year and a half period of my time. I mean, there's more than that. There are many periods of my time where it was probably not as fun to be around. But I, I'm thinking of one in particular um, where I just um, I was disgusting. I just was not <laughs> oh, shaving. Nice. Um, I was just eating garbage. Very good. And not liking, um, not liking. I don't even know if I didn't like myself or if I just maybe yes, I think is the answer, but also I just didn't like anything else. And I was with the person who will now, you know, who said yes when I asked if she would um, marry me. Um, And so, yeah, it was, it was great. Talk about that Um, by the way, after this, I will, I will. um, Cause it's happier, but, but I guess what I mean is like, I was with this person and she was seeing me at like my lowest with this stuff. And, um, I remember when she saw me get happier and she got really emotional <laughs> cause she was like, I haven't seen you like this happy in a long time. And, and, um, I felt very, um, very silly at that point. Cause it was like, this is such an obvious thing to, to make, to encourage. Um, is my happiness because I'm looking at this person who cares so much about me and um, and I care so much about them and it is so obvious now that I'm seeing somebody else and that's I think ultimately you know that's not how you, how you like to learn um, you don't like to see somebody else in pain because of your actions right. uh, and but a lot of times that's how you learn um, and then it's about from there figuring out everything you can do to to make things right um and often that's just with somebody who you're going to marry it's usually just like all right we'll just be better because i love you um but uh yeah i love her very much uh um proposing to her was basically dating her was the smartest decision i ever made in my life um (laughs) was um, it a decision was it what how was it a decision you know like what was that's a good question yeah so I I in 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 I was very uh messed up romantically in college uh by the end of it I was just sort of um you know 
dating around and and and, and not uh knowing what i wanted um and just like uh being kind of just generally and, and trying to be like decent within that framework like working very hard to be decent but because you're essentially just like dating people or sleeping with people and not knowing what you want regardless of how you are communicating that to somebody you're still sort of responsible for the ways that they are understandably like well you don't know what you want i know what i want so this is very confusing and hurtful mm-hmm. and so i was in this space where i was just doing that and then i met um uh my fiance and um she was just like immediately was like i see value in this person um even though they are a a, a fucking freak um uh, right now <laughs> i see how they could not be and she said and she basically was just like i'll just be here um and be with them um despite the ways that they are just like kind of like incidentally hurtful um and and conf- and because of their confusion and just being a kind of dumb like uh self-loathing male um not to put too much of an identity stank on it but it, you know that's what was happening and uh uh and so she stuck around and then eventually i it was a combination of her basically slapping me upside the head and me realizing um that the back of my head hurt <laughs> and i was like oh i should i need to uh more formally date this person and not just be like, Oh, I don't know what we are. I guess we're dating. Da, 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 da. And, um, <laughs> and it made my life instantly better. Like yeah. instantly. I was just like, Oh, this person is only has my best interests at heart. And I would love to do the same for them. Right. That would make me so happy. So, I mean, that's yeah. beautiful as someone. So as someone yeah. who has conquered love and i hope you and i'm sure you'd agree <laughs> oh, yeah yeah i've dominated yeah, yeah. um yeah so, make yeah. it cry uncle you got it you got it yeah i did mm, yeah, yeah you're doing a little mm. little mm. fetish play with love yeah yeah love is a uh young boy i have in my basement <laughs> yeah you're like the joseph fine. fritzel of conquering love <laughs> um are you so wait so there are probably going to be a couple of you know despondent young young bucks listening to this who who, yeah. who find themselves sort of loveless and uh, part yeah. of this sort of nascent generation of uh, late virginal um, yeah. I mean yeah. I guess it's skewing male here but uh, yeah, yeah late virginal anyone, uh, te- yeah. teenagers Any... who what advice would you give to them oh god yeah um, um, first of all it's doing wonders for my ego um, yeah yeah I hope it, it also is. Oh, good. I, yeah, thank you. And then <laughs> back to the thanking. <laughs> yeah. But then what is the right thing to do? What is the right thing to say here? Um, um, you can't hurry love. It just has to wait. Love don't come easy. Um, it's a game of give and take. Um, I think uh, someone's mother once said that to them. Mm. And I do think that that is true. Um, I think love is so... Um, love is uh, uh, I think there's a couple of ways to think about love and I think I think you kind of have to do if you're kind if here's the thing if you're kind of if, if what if what I'm saying and how I've been talking resonates with you then this I think will be a useful framework um, which is that cognitive dissonance is, a, is your best friend and you have to be both extremely honest and comfortable with the dissonance involved in modern living um because i'm like i am in love with my fiance and i am aware of because i'm a a freak like you who's listening i am aware of the way that that i um that love is is not this like epic thing it is just the answer um it's not this sweeping thing it doesn't overtake you if you're feeling that about somebody be very excited 
um, because that is important. That is the excitement of making a human connection. And then remember that it is also chemicals in your head that are telling you that it is that you are lonely, um, that that is okay. And then think about a partner as somebody who in 20 years, you have to, <laughs> you have to still be with them. And it's not a joke. It's like another human being who you are accountable to and like, and have to be kind of one with in this weird way that is actually relatively contractual and like, like kind of steeped in, I'm giving you space. You're giving me space. I love you very much. I hate you this week and I love you so much. And I can't believe we're doing this together. This is insane. This is very exhausting. I love you so much. I need to do this because I can see what it can look like. Like all these feelings are happening at once. And part of love is sorting through that and then saying what is what is too much and what is not too much. But you have to be comfortable with the fact that you are going to have to surrender yourself to something that is much bigger than you and also kind of just a tool to avoid loneliness. And you have to be realistic and excited. It's a very messy thing. I don't know if any of that completely coheres but I think it's at the very least expressive enough that if it doesn't cohere people can get where my head's at and maybe something will click for them yeah it was beautifully uh, put I, I have to say um, I think you. I kind of <laughs> I like the idea of being a, a young angry virginal white male mm-hmm. freak uh, listening to this mm-hmm. and being like yeah, mm-hmm. I just can't make anything work and then hearing you and then being like well Pat just seems like he has everything down maybe he'll say what I need to hear and bear in mind this is like a basement dweller and then you go and then you go uh, look I know you're feeling this way you're really excited about all these women that are throwing themselves at you but you gotta wait for the <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I mean is like uh, you get excited about somebody or and 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 you get excited about something in love and it's not don't be cynical um about it or or about no one will like you uh get excited about that and then remember that you have to uh, bucko you got to love yourself first like because the partnership you're making is insane Ooh-wee. it is insane yeah to be a a in a monogamous relationship yeah i was just f- i was just pulling your yeah. leg playboy that was very no was no very no well put, because I, I think no no because i don't want to uh i first of all yeah g- good and i des- i i like the burn it's very funny and, uh <laughs> no i mean that and uh but i also do feel like uh if i i don't know there are people out there like i've always i have always been more lucky in meeting people um this guy was slanging somebody, you hear that? Uh, no, that's I, that's I, that, uh, patches normal, <laughs> normal amount of sex. Uh, I I just mean that like every your, day. Your being unlucky is not an indictment on anything, ex- uh, uh, about anything except that this is really fucked up. Um, and what you have to do is be in, is be so comfortable of being alone, uh, and yeah. and with the, and sufficient in whatever the, in the amount of love that you have, and it doesn't have to be romantic. Um, you have to, I think you have to create love because it's about creating a network to make you feel good. You got to fall in love um, with life, baby. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, I'm making the most sense, but, uh, it's been, it's been fun to give in a platform to pontificate. That's for sure. No, it's nice. Um, I like it. I mean, I don't know how listenable this is. Um, not on your part. Yeah. Um, no, uh, well, but, oh, absolutely on my part. You're the, <laughs> you're the constant here. There are going to be episodes where people are like, this is, uh, this is great. This is funny. They're clearly yeah. like just riffing and bouncing things. This thing would be like, oh, these are two guys in their in their asses, and that's yeah. me. Bringing we are that very to the firmly table. in our colons, but yeah. I I really enjoy it. This is just me getting to know patches, though. I just like talking to people. Yes, this is true. Yeah, yeah I like talking to you too. Yeah, like. it's enjoyable. Um, Thank you. I hope everyone falls in love soon. I do too. Um, love is love is really good. Yeah, it's um, pretty nice, isn't it? It's uh, really useful. Yeah, I think you know what I think we're done. Yeah. I think it's over too. for both of us. Yeah. Go find I'm, your fiancé, yeah. big guy. I will. I will. I don't know where she is. <laughs> missing, so I need to get on that. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, it was lovely having you on, Patches. I'd love to have you on again on. sometime in the future. Yes, I would too. Love to be on here. Sure. Okay. You want to shout anything out? Promo? Oh, um, 
I don't know. There's so much. There's probably a good amount of overlap, but in the uh, event that there isn't, uh, listen to podcasts about lists. Listen to our $10 tier. I don't ever talk like this there. It's all Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> and a little radio play that I've been making called Sullivan Quest. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, Leo's given me a space to do a very bad job um, advertising uh, what we do because it doesn't sound like this so I'm blaming him no it's a lot and, better uh, and uh, tighter and, and nicer, no no nicer it's just it's just a lot it's just a lot different um, <laughs> if you want to listen to more stuff like this um, there are some amazing like podcasters out there who um, like Aunt Leo yeah. or Mark Marin <laughs> or Ira Glass I, similar, d- I like, do consider people. myself the Mark Marin of Twitter podcasting uh, yeah. you kind of are right now yeah, I so wish I, I could. To... I wish I could was cruel enough to like um, get people to admit to things they didn't want online and get them to like. Not that I'm saying Mark Maron does that. I'm just saying to to go oh, full yeah. Maron mode. I would really have to get people to start getting people to talk about what happened at you know church camp and stuff. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I think I think getting people, getting online people to talk like this is pretty bad though. And so <laughs> I do salute you on that. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you around. All right, bye-bye.